T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 1010. You're listening to News Talk A3OWCCO Radio. Oh, Jonathan got me jamming out on this bumper music. Yes, I love it. And what I love is my next guest. I mean, this guy is the white male version of me. I mean, that's just basically the only way I can say it. I feel like we are connected because our stories are so similar. He's got um, four kids. I got four kids. He's publishing his own children's book. I got my own children's book. He never imagined that he'd come up with a book. I didn't decide to be a children's author. But he is here talking about Chronicles of the Unicorn Kingdom, Kyle Riley is on the line with me. Kyle, thank you so much for being on CCO Radio tonight. <laughs> thank you for having me on. I tell you, I was like, I, I was, we were looking at the book, and, and I was sharing it with my kids, and I was talking to my husband about it, and they were like, he's got four kids just like us, and, and he's got children. I was like, he's the white male version of mommy. <laughs> he's like my brother, but we're not really related. I mean, you were making up these bedtime stories for your kids during the pandemic, and somehow decided, you know, I could turn this into a children's book. When did that flip switch for you? <laughs> well, you know, I I would say that when when the switch flipped for me was actually kind of going back to when I first started working on this. Um, my kids, I, I read to them every night, and, and they finally mm-hmm. just asked me to make up a bedtime story for them. So I told them I was going to think about it for like a day, and then I spent like 10 nights making up this story, like you said. And uh, an advantage that I had that really helped me do it was my aunt, Linda, who is my illustrator, uh, lives in, lived in Arizona at the time. And I told her that I was making up this story, and because everything was locked down, she had nothing to do either. And she's like, well, I'll, I'll draw some pictures for you. Let me know what you need. So I would kind of text her in the morning, like, hey, this is what I'm thinking for today. And I would kind of hold the picture up on my phone of what she drew to help uh, tell my, my kids the bedtime story. And when I finally, when I actually decided, like, I'm going to write this thing down, it is I had printed the pictures out that my aunt had drawn, and I walked by my kid's room, and I saw them kind of holding up the pictures, playing with them, pretending they were toys, playing Chronicles of the Unicorn Kingdom in their room, and that was when I decided I was going to write it down. Wow. And, you know, we all spend a little bit of time uh, have a little bedtime fun with our kids, whether we're reading or uh, doing puzzles or telling stories or drawing pictures, just anything to, you know, kind of have that, you know, wind down time and, and, you know, let them know that they're loved and send them off to sleep. 
um, with a smile on their faces. But somehow you've turned that moment um, into a movement with this book, haven't you? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and like you said, you didn't you didn't necessarily decide that's what you were going to do. And it, it wasn't something I decided I was going to do either. Uh, I I just decided I was going to write it down when I when that moment happened. And I kind of set it up where every single night of the story I told them is one chapter. And my whole goal through this whole thing was actually just to be able to try to find some way to type it up with the pictures my aunt had drawn and bind it and, and give it to them as a gift. But uh, we were we were very fortunate. And it's it, like you said, it's become a, a bigger deal than that. Yeah, I would say, yeah, because it's a book now. Yep. <laughs> it's a big deal. Tell us all about Chronicles of the U- Unicorn Kingdom. Yeah, so it's, like I said, it, it's every single chapter is one night of me lying down uh, in, in my kids' room just making stuff up, trying to entertain them. And what it is is, like, just a brief description of the story is uh, was just trying to think of, what, what would keep my kids entertained and what would what would have them wanting to listen the next night. And uh, the, the story starts off with, with our family, and they're, they're the main, main kids, the main characters and the heroes in the story. Um, but they were, their dog got sick and they were trying to save their dog. And they talked to a, a friend and found out that they thought this crazy friend of theirs um, was nuts, but she said that she had seen a unicorn and that they had the power to heal. So that's basically the premise of the whole story is they're trying to track down uh, a unicorn to help save their dog. And what's the reception been like? I know my kids love it because there's a unicorn and a damn dog in it. I mean, who doesn't love a story with a unicorn and a dog? You should have known this was going to be a winner because I have <laughs> never seen anybody put a unicorn and a dog in the same children's story. <laughs> Like I said, I was just like trying to make an outline for myself of like what what would keep these kids entertained each night, make them wanting to listen to more. And and as I was writing it down, that was those were the couple of ideas that I came up with. And you know, so oftentimes in years past, uh, we're talking to Kyle Lowry. Uh, uh, Rowley, he is the author of Chronicles of the Unicorn Kingdom. You have got to pick it up for your kids. It's available on Amazon right now. And, um, you know, I, I know that, you know, you and Matthew Cherry and Martellus Bennett and so many other men are writing children's books. That is new because when when I published uh, my first book, uh, Kyle, um, you know, my uncle called me and he was crying. And I was like, dude, what is wrong with you? Why are you crying? And he was like, because uh, 30 years ago, I wrote a book. And um, it was all about his first daughter um, who was born. And he's, he's a girl dad. And he wrote this beautiful story. Uh, it was a tribute to her. And it was about being a brand new dad. And the publishers told him, nobody wants to read a children's book written by a man, let alone a black man. Um, so, no, we're not going to publish it. And, and he went everywhere. Um, and nobody would put the book out for him. Now, this is 30 years ago, before the Internet. And you could self-publish and, and all this, you know, cool stuff that we could do now. 
now if somebody turns us down and still get the book out and get the product out to the masses and as a creative he was just crushed and that manuscript is still in his closet um, and it, it hasn't been read by very many people because you know he just thought well nobody wants to see this but now we see people like you um, doing this and, and telling stories to children and that is a really big shift in you know what happened to my uncle and even what was happening five ten years ago right absolutely yeah he should he should dust it off and try again because it seems like the landscape has changed a bit yeah yeah and and did you have any reservations as a man putting out this children's book or were you like you know what this is a great story and i'm gonna go for it you know i i did have some reservations because of that um and that that's a great question but you know as I was thinking about it a, a little bit more, um, my my entire adult career is kind of I've kind of been in the same boat because I I was born and raised in Minnesota. I grew up in Lino Lakes. I mm-hmm. graduated from Centennial, and then I went to the University of Saint Thomas and got my business degree. And right after I graduated, um, yeah, I was like, literally, I think I graduated, and the next Monday I started working for Republic Services, a garbage company. So that was that was something that was a little bit, um, I, I had kind of the same concerns and the, the same thoughts, you know, well, I, you know, I worked so hard and went to college, and I was like, what are, you know, what will people think when they find out that I started working for a garbage company? But it's been such a blessing working there. Um, I've been actually tomorrow is my my ten year anniversary of working there full time. I've done a had a number of roles there. The people have been great. The company's been great, and mm-hmm. I'm planning on working there forever. So uh, honestly, because of uh, starting off in the garbage industry and having kind of the same same exact feeling with this book, I was like, well, I'm going to go for it because the garbage industry and Republic Services have been great to me, and it worked out great. And they kind of have taught me to bet on myself over the years. Oh, my God. Okay, we got to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, I want to talk to you about that confidence because that comes through in your writing. That comes through in our conversation tonight. And I want to know how you built on that confidence to build this book, build your career and be a dad. We're talking to Kyle Rowley. He is the author of Chronicles of the United Kingdom right here on Still Talking. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's 1024. You're listening to News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. It's still talking with Geraldine. Still, Geraldine's not here tonight. My name is Shaletta Brundage. I'm filling in. You can catch me normally on Saturdays from 11 to 2 on the Shaletta Show, sponsored by Auto Brimmer Trust. But tonight I'm here filling in and on the Shift Real Estate Hotline is my new best friend. I'm telling y'all, he is the white male version of me. It's Kyle Riley and he is the author of Chronicles of the Unicorn kingdom an amazing children's book that he didn't even plan to write he was just telling bedtime stories to his kids uh and you know had a relative who was an illustrator he put it all together and folks are loving it you gotta pick it up for your kids it's available on amazon and kyle i just gotta ask you you know i always say everybody's got a story to tell we just told ours what gave you the confidence to step out on faith Tell your story, put it out there for the world to see, hear, consume, read, listen to, and be ready for whatever came next. Sure. So there's, you know, there's a, a whole bunch of things that have happened, obviously, over the years that kind of helped build build me up and kind of prepare me for this. Um, I mentioned that my, my 10 years I've got in Republic Services, the garbage company really helped me... Um, get more confident in, in believing myself more. And there's a, a couple of things I thought about while, while we were on the commercial break that kind of stand out. And then uh, a couple of family events also that kind of really helped push to get this, this bedtime story turned into a, a published book. So, you know, at Republic Services, um, all the people there have really helped me over the years to be more confident and, also, um, trying to think of the best way to explain this, but just be be proud, I guess, of the work that you're doing. You know, picking up garbage mm-hmm. is not not the most exciting job out there, but it is really important. And and they taught me to be really proud of that. It, but also, you know, don't ever take yourself too seriously. Um, mm-hmm. Over the years, they also taught me that you know it, it is okay to make mistakes. That's how you learn. And what I've learned in my career so far is that. Um, Making mistakes is how I learn, and it's how you get better. You just need to make sure that you learn from it. You don't make that same mistake again. Uh, but really, as far as this book goes, um, it, it comes from my family is, is how, I, how I was able to get this book published. So when I was originally just writing it down, I was kind of writing it down, and I shared it with a few close family members um, just, just for them to read because I, I knew they would, they would think it was a cute story and Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as 
as they were reading it, uh, they, they, they were kind of pushing like, you know, you got to publish this. This is really good. And I was like, ah, you, you have to say that, you know, like you're my mom and my dad, you're going to be proud of me no matter what, or you're my sister, you're, you're going to love it no matter what. But the, the moment that kind of helped to really make me think that this is something that could get published was my dad shared it with uh, a friend of his named Barb and she's a professional editor. And he didn't, mm-hmm. he didn't tell me he was going to do it. He just, he did that. And, and she came back to me and said, yes, you should publish this book. It, it's good enough to get published. And she recommended a publisher to me out of Houston, Texas called Lucid. Who's a yes, yes, yes. And oh my those, gosh. Those are the ones that, that, that's, uh, we submitted it there and, you know, it's just, like you said, I kind of did it thinking, well, hey, at least I, I can say I, I did it and I tried. And I, I wasn't necessarily expecting to hear anything back. But, yes, um, Megan from from Lucid called me back within like two days and we got to work right after that. Now, speaking of hearing back, what has the feedback been like since you put the book out? What are you hearing from people who've read it to their children? So I've been hearing all positive feedback so far, which is great because, you know, that was, that was a very, it was something I was worried about because I knew, you know, we thought it was That's scary. Okay. Cause you, you sitting at home thinking you got this great major work and everybody's going to fall in love with it. And then you start putting the ink on the paper and you're like, Oh damn, uh, somebody right. might not like this. It just may be great to us and everybody else may think it stinks. Right. And, and you know, that's, that's the other thing too is we had, um, I had so much support from my friends and, and my family. Like, I mean, it seems like it seems like almost everybody that that we know bought a copy of it to read to their kids. And then all of a sudden, just like you said, you know, I got a, a little nervous, right? Like, all all of my friends work really hard for their money too. Now they're spending money on the book we wrote. I really hope they like it. And so far, we've gotten great feedback. Um, they just started shipping from Amazon a couple of days ago. I've got a handful of people that have read it and told me they loved it. I've got a handful of people that just started it and told me they loved it. Uh, but what was really great for me to hear, and, you know, this is maybe, uh, you know, having uh, a book about puppies and unicorns written from the, the lens of a dad, but I have a handful of families that we shared it with early on when I got my first batch of coffee copies that read it to uh, their boys and their boys loved it too. So that was something I was, I was really pleased to hear. Yeah, because this is the thing that I want you to know that when you put unicorn in a book, it just, uh, the boys don't want to deal with it. Okay. (laughs) I've got three sons. And so when we were looking at it, they were like, Oh, this book has unicorns in it. Nope. mm -mm, Might as well be poison. We don't want to have anything to do with it. But then the puppies come in and they're like, Oh, wait, the dogs so it's it's really a book that is universal because i found that writing a book about my daughter when you do children's books is if there's a girl on the cover the boys don't want to read it and then i did the second book about my son and he's on the cover and i was like you know what we're gonna put the whole family on the cover so that there's the dad and the mom and three boys and the girl and the horse so that you know, it's more universal. And, and, you know, what I love about your book is it's not a girl book or a guy, a a boy book. It's a book for all kids. Absolutely. And, you know, it is, uh, there's girl characters in it right now too. But like I said, I've got my, uh, my girls are the, the main characters in it. And Mm -hmm, we were actually mm -hmm. just, just over four months ago, blessed with a son. So hopefully I'll get a chance to 
another one here and we can we can work him in there somewhere as well <laughs> yeah okay see and, and you know what this this the thing about the kids like they're like okay who's getting the book next my my kids are like okay you did one for cameron you did one for daniel um is either andrew or brandon who's next so you're gonna have to put baby boy in the book because he's gonna need his own book because he don't want to grow up and think daddy wrote a book for my sisters and i didn't get a book you don't want that because then they're gonna put you in the nursing home early and it's not gonna be fun to be the youngest person at the nursing home okay kyle they're not gonna want to take care of you (laughs) i think you're spot on and yeah i mean you're you're totally right because uh one of the, the picture that the publisher really liked that they put on the cover was a picture with just one of my daughters. And so now that's what the, re- the other two write. They're like, oh, I want I want a book with me on the cover. So we, yes. we're, we've got it in the works. I've, I've got Please. a plan. We might be able to get one for everybody. That's kind of the goal. I'm telling you, you're going to be the youngest. You're going to be the dude at the nursing home who's still driving with a job. They're going to put you there. You better make sure everybody get their <laughs> own book. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> Kyle, it has been so great talking with you tonight. Kyle Raleigh, author of Chronicles of the United Kingdom. It's available on Amazon. Pick it up for your kids. It is a great bedtime read. We appreciate you being here tonight with us on Steel Talking. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. All right, you as well. And stick around. We have lost an amazing actor. Um, find out who um, we have lost in 2021. We'll be right back. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is 1038 on Still Talking on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio. This is Geraldine Steel Show. She is out tonight, and she has been kind enough to let me sit in her chair um i have sat in this chair there is no singing magic in this chair um i still cannot sing um like she does but i'm so happy and honored that she allowed me to fill in during her absence and oh speaking of absence jonathan i know we've all seen purple rain 511 times and the gentleman who plays prince's father in purple rain has died did you hear about this um, yes, I Clarence? did hear. Uh, yeah, I heard about it during the news, the CBS national newscast this evening. Yeah, Clarence Williams the third. He was eighty-one years old. He played uh, Link from uh, Mob Squad uh, during the nineteen sixties and seventies. Uh, he died in Los Angeles on Friday from colon cancer. And um, you know, I you know one of my favorite. Uh, roles that he played was in um, Sean what's the name of that movie 
that Clarence Williams III played in that we love. Um, what is it? It was Wesley Snipes that Clarence Williams III played in. The movie that Clarence Williams III played in. The movie. What's the name of it? My husband's here. We're in the RV in Houston. It's called Sugar Hill, Jonathan. This is this is riveting radio, by the way. Riveting. <laughs> I'm just calling out to my husband in the other room. He's like, are you in commercial break? Jonathan is going to kill you. So there's a movie called Sugar Hill, and Clarence Williams III plays the father of Wesley Snipes. And it is an amazing acting um, you know, he is just, he, oh my God, he is, I, I can't believe he didn't get an Oscar for that role. But, um, most folks know him from Mob Squad. He, he was Prince's dad in Purple Rain. Um, and he's just, you know, he's just done so many, uh, uh, things. He was a character actor and, uh, he is definitely going to be missed. I didn't even know he had colon cancer. I didn't even know he was sick, but the story broke in the Hollywood reporter, um, died at 81 years old so that news came out today and um you know another thing that jonathan i've been watching i'm here in houston um where i've you know kind of um been with my family my grandmother passed away and so her funeral was this friday um but i've got calls from some of my um fellow moms in woodbury and cottage grove um and they um, wanted to make sure that I saw the story about Damaris uh, Nathan Hobbs uh, Eggdahl, 14-year-old kid, um, was shot and killed Saturday while attending a graduation party in Woodbury. And, you know, that's like right next door to Cottage Grove. And, you know, the, the, he, he's the 14-year-old, the, the um, he's from Maplewood. And according to Woodbury police officers, uh, they responded to the scene uh, at, you know, just 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 before um, 11 p.m. Uh, on Edgewood Avenue, um, after getting a report that people were screaming, including one person saying, help me. And, and you know, police dispatchers could hear uh, people screaming in the background before the caller disconnected. And when they arrived, they found like 30, 40 people at a nearby house attending a party and witnesses told police that a white SUV was involved and fled the scene. Um, the police say a dark-colored SUV or a truck is believed to be involved. And, you know, we don't know now. Police are not saying what led up to the shooting. Um, but they say that the suspects threatened uh, this young man with a gun at the party. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's supposed to be a graduation party. It, it's supposed to be a celebration um, you know, going to the next phase of your life, becoming an adult, new opportunities. And, and this young man was here, um, you know, with his older brother celebrating. And he's shot and, and killed. And, and, you know, and then, you know, just got word that Vanessa Jenkins, uh, Jensen, 19, was one of two people struck by a stray bullet while watching illegal street racing in Minneapolis on Saturday. The other victim has not been identified. And as a parent, her mom warned her uh, to avoid street street racing uh, and, and going to watch it. Um, where And that's where she got shot. You know, 14 and 19. Whole lives ahead of them. So many things left to accomplish so much left to do and 
you shouldn't be planning a funeral for your 14-year-old son who was just going to a graduation party um, with his older brother to celebrate, you know, a friend's accomplishment. You know, even though street racing is illegal, you shouldn't get shot going to watch it. We've got to do something about all these guns in the hands of these bad people. You know, I just, and people say, well, why don't you let your son do this? And why don't you let your son do that? He's 14 years old. He can go out. Y'all, honestly, I'm scared to death. I'm scared to damn death for my children to be out of my sight with the way things are going in this world. You know, a 14-year-old should be able to go to a graduation party at somebody's house in freaking Woodbury and make it home. That should not... You 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 tell you telling your fourteen year old that they have permission to go to a graduation party with their older brother should not be the last time you see your child. You should not have to get a call for that. You should not have to get that that knock at the door from the police officers telling you that your child is down at the morgue and you have to come identify him. That should that shouldn't be your daughter shouldn't go out watching street racing and then they have to come to your house and drive you to the medical examiner's office so you can make a positive ID. That that shouldn't be the last time. But more and more in Minnesota, in Minneapolis, in the Twin Cities, people just stepping out of our houses is dangerous. And excuse me for being damn scared, but I am. I absolutely am. My son wanted to go to Subway before we left Minnesota to come to Houston for my grandmother's funeral so that he could have his favorite, you know, uh, meatball sub on the ride in the RV. I gave this boy so many instructions about what to do, what not to do, how to handle himself, what happens if this happens. What to do if that happens? That by the time we were done, it, it, it the talk I gave him to leave out of the house in Cottage Grove to walk one block to the subway took longer than the walk to the subway. And he doesn't have a phone, so I gave him mine. And I swear to you, y'all, I was calling him every few minutes to ask him, "Are you okay? Is everything okay? Is anybody following you? Did you talk to anybody? Did anybody try to talk to you?" You know, it used to be that all you had to worry about was somebody, you know, trying to, you know, uh uh, uh snatch up your kid, right? And and, and you, you 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 know, you you just afraid that somebody might try to take or kill. you know, that that was the worry for parents. And then the next worry was, you know, the dangers of being online and, you know, the chat rooms and, and, and the predators online and the adults who were posing and masking as kids. And, and, and now we got to worry about them stepping out of the house and going to graduation parties and jumping in the backyard on the damn trampoline and, and going to watch their friend's street race. That should not be a death sentence. It's like... The, the the shooting people like it's legal. Like like it's the shootout at the OK Corral. Like we're living in the wild, wild west. I know we're living in the Midwest, but this ain't the wild, wild west. So excuse me if my son goes somewhere and you see me sitting in the corner. 
Because I, I, I promise you, I am absolutely and deathly afraid of what happens to my, not just my kids, but your kids when they walk out of the house. And this is the thing. We can't sit in Woodbury. We can't sit in Cottage Grove. We can't sit in Egan and Edina and Eden Prairie and think, oh, well, that's just those folks over in Minneapolis. You know how they are in Minneapolis. Well, that's just those folks over in St. Paul. You know how they are in St. Paul. This doesn't happen in Woodbury. This doesn't happen in Maplewood. This doesn't happen in my community. I don't even lock my doors. I don't even lock my car. I don't need to. It's safe. No place is safe. That's why it's so important that we speak up and speak out when things are wrong in Minneapolis and in St. Paul, even when we live in Lakeville, Maplewood, and Woodbury. We'll be right back. It's 1053. You're listening to News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. It's still talking with Geraldine Steele. Geraldine is off tonight. My name is Shaletta Brundage, and I have the privilege and the honor of filling in for my friend. You can catch me on Saturdays from 11 to 2 on the Shaletta Show, sponsored by Otto Bremer Trust. And I have been absolutely um, excited and dancing in my seat because the Lynx make an early lead last. They win 100 over 80 uh, against the Dream. Uh, Kayla McBride scored 19 points. Crystal Dangerfield, Sylvia Flowers scored 17 apiece. And the Minnesota Lynx never trailed in a 100 80 win over the Atlanta Dream. I love those ladies. I love watching them. They have brought so much excitement and so uh, many championships to our city. And, you know, I just don't think the Lynx and our ladies uh, in the WNBA get enough credit in this city. I remember uh, when they won their championship and uh, Prince was still alive and he invited them to their to his house and he had a party and everybody was there. We were having such a great time. And, you know, these ladies play hard. They work hard. They're moms. They have families, their daughters, their sisters, um, you know, and, and they just do uh, some amazing work for a fraction of the pay that the men get, and they still give a hundred and ten percent. And I have to tell you that I have long appreciated women's basketball. Um, I grew up in Houston, where I am right now, doing this show. My friend Jonathan Lowe is in the studio in uh, downtown Minneapolis, helping me to um, come to you live and broadcast this show. I grew up watching the Houston Comets and Cynthia Cooper and Kim Parade and uh, Cheryl Swoops and, you know, the dynasty uh, that they created winning back-to-back-to-back-to-back championships made me appreciate um, what women in sports um, have to overcome to accomplish greatness. And I just think that we need to make sure that we say loud and often um, how much we appreciate the links and what they have done to uplift women's sports in the city, um, the coaches and the players and everybody that's that are there, um, and, and the support that the Timberwolves organization and Gerson Rosas uh, gives this team um, is incredible. Could they do more? Yeah, yeah, they could. 
you know, um, women's sports is not given uh, the funding and the opportunities that the men's sports get. But that's life. And these ladies are still getting it done. So anytime they have a win, honey, it's just I feel like I'm on the floor with them. I feel like I'm getting coached and I'm on the team because I'm I'm celebrating with them and I'm dancing and I'm having a good time because um, I, I just I love to see these ladies, um, you know, lead uh, the victory parade around the court whenever they win. So congratulations to my sisters on the links. Uh, taking a big win over the Atlanta Dream, 100-80. to 80. Thank you to Jonathan. Thank you all for being here. Thank you to all our guests. Um, and Gerilyn Steele will be back with you next week, according to Jimmy Erickson. And so it's going to be so much fun to have her back on the show. Thank you all. Have a great Sunday night, and um, stay safe. God bless. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.